It's another 14 more minutes. Welcome to the field. We got video back because I remembered to do that before the show. I am your host at Beerfield Hop, Chris Hopper, joined by Dan Theory, Ryan Miner. Gentlemen, you should talk amongst yourselves while I go get a beer. Talk amongst ourselves. What? You didn't get a beer yet? I got oh a beer. Oh my God. Ryan, I watched six QBs. You watched what? I watched. Six quarterbacks in the top. Oh, six. I, I have not left off to where I told you where I left off at. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. I did one more, but that was just because I remembered him and I forgot it. he was going into the draft. And that was Cornelius Johnson. So I'm on two Michigan wide receivers, a Michigan running back, and a Michigan quarterback. Wow, you're, you've really I'm branched freaking, out. You, you you've really branched out from your uh, you know from your alma mater there. I have like it's once a champion. It's like I gotta look at all the champions, like understand where it's right. everyone's doing. Gonna be like this is what it takes. But they're all transferring out now, so now I'm wondering where they're going to go. <laughs> you win a championship, and then you're off to another college. No, it's been a it's been a busy week basketball season, man. Between uh, my girls, I bet I they're both bet. going right now at the same time. So it's like constantly. I have no time. By the time I get home, it's like eight thirty. Jesus. Yeah, it's a lot of fun though. That's good though. Good, t- good talk for radio. So for you, no, people... it's, this is what happens when Hopper forgets beer. He, he makes us have to have to table talk. Well, I can table talk all night long. I I can you know. talk beer off. Talk our ear off. He's back. I can be the extrovert here. All right, what did I miss? Nothing. Nothing. Great. Awesome. I just completed my bourbon and beers for him. Beautiful. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> It was not very difficult to do, so it was very quick. <laughs> you're yes, welcome, yes, by the yes. way. Here's my name. Yes. I was you're telling welcome. Dan. Hey, you're welcome, by the way. You know who set that up? Yeah, who set that up and made that that easy? That was all me. Well, that's good. I mean, so. my wife is the face of the social media posts, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bourbon and Brews, <laughs> June something or another in St. Charles, Missouri. Bourbon and Brews. <laughs> June something or another. I don't even yeah. know the damn website. I'm not. I'm the worst hype man ever. I uh, should probably in- know what day in June because we're going to we're going to Bemidji at, at the beginning of June. I should probably yeah. know that. You want me to look it up for it? Here, I'll tell you. Hold on. You probably should have looked at that when I sent it to you. I think it's at the top of the form. Honestly, June fifteenth. So it's the week after. You're good. All right, perfect. Yeah, we are cool. good. We're gonna talk free agency. Get the latest news. Some franchise tag, tag rumors starting to swirl around. Um, talk some team needs as we head into really free agency on the draft. It's all going to be focused on skill positions because this is still fantasy football centered show, I think. So it'll all be focused on skill positions, but we're going to talk team needs, free agents, franchise tags, etc. Like sort of before that, drinking, drinking. What's fueling beer fueled? All right, now. All right, Damn, now. what do you got? So I got, are you disappointing me this week? 
<laughs> yeah, in so many ways. So this is uh RAR Brewing. Uh out of RAR. R Brewing. Out, out of uh Cambridge, Maryland. This is uh their beer is called Out of Order. It's just which is their Sour ale series with loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of adjuncts and all sorts of shit that turns it into a smoothie beer. Um, I don't drink the style. I used to, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's pretty overrated, but kind of died a little bit. It, it, it has, I think, uh, I think people are realizing they have to pay $30 a four pack to drink a four and a half percent beer. That has six thousand calories in it. This doesn't really appeal to most people anymore. But I was doing a little mark. I was in a little work visit down in Super Southern Illinois in one of the liquor stores down there. Um, the guy's a big, uh, big beer nerd, bourbon nerd. It can get all sorts of cool shit. Have this on there. I've never seen it before, so I figured, uh, Carbondale. Why not? Yep, Carbondale. What store? It's called. Oh, it's called Pickle. I gotta um, go over there. I've credited a homebrew store over there from a competition. I think on. it's Pincher. Oh my god! I think it's Penny Pincher or Pinch Penny. I don't know. I, okay. I should know these things. And there's a disc golf course there. I want to play. There is. So, Ryan, uh, Pinch Penny Liquors. That's what it is. Perfect. Well, next next time I'm in Rome or Carbondale, Illinois, stop in. You should. Ryan, what, what am got? I drinking? I have Lagunitas Island Beach Tropical IPA. Mm, an IPA, huh? Yeah. Hey, it got warm here a couple of days, so I want to join the warm weather with a nice, cold, refreshing IPA. I don't blame you for that. That was very citrus. And now it's getting cold again, so I don't, I'm not looking forward to it. Midwest, baby. Indeed. They, so this brewery does do other beers. They're just not doing sour ales. They got a whole... They do fucking everything. Nice. This... This Cambridge brewery. All right. I've actually got bourbon on this week. Um because I didn't buy beer. So um we've got Remus, but the new label stuff. So this is under um the Ross and Squib name. MGP changed their name a bit ago. Um, but they recently just changed how they were doing a lot of the Remus single barrels. So um, a lot of them are hand selected, but you now have the option to choose your proof, your mash bill, your um kind of combination of things you want going on. Um, this one is mash bill number two, higher rye. Um, selected 2023. I think I picked this up from the Riverton Party Store, which is a really, really like cool honey hole for bourbon. Um, out by Springfield, Illinois. So I think that's where this one came from. 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% malted barley. Um, but I've had a few others of these. Chris at Stubborn German did a tasting through some of the Remus stuff, um, repeal reserves and things like that, but had a couple of the high and higher rye stuff there too. And, you know, overall impressions are good with the way that they've changed the releases around a little bit. So four of you halfway out. I know I told you guys I was getting a beer. That was not a lie. I didn't just want to suck bourbon the whole episode. Uh, so beer wise, I've got my own white stout. Ooh, white stout! I really just had to go get a glass so I could pour it. <laughs> All right.
should really try to be a little bit better on the transitions, but you know, still a little slow. See, slow Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> has been suspended for two games for performance enhancing drug use. Uh, so this is more of a technicality thing. Um, he wasn't really technically doping on pads. He was prescribed a medication and didn't do the proper paperwork to get the right exemption to take that prescribed medication. So he got popped for two games. He's not appealing it. Uh, Raiders are expected to release him completely unrelated to that, but um, he'll be suspended the first two games of the year. It's funny, too, because it, the PDs didn't help him anyway, so. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't real he's, PD. PD. And he's probably, probably, and he's, probably he's been bench and will probably be cut. Yeah. Well, he's going to be cut for at zero cost. It, it costs the Raiders nothing. His contract is completely voided. There you go. Uh, Lions signed Mac, Michael Badgley to a one-year deal. Um, Albert O to the Eagles on a one-year deal. You'll see a lot of this. His teams are paying people. Uh, not being retained, but signed um, out of free agency. This one's actually decent for special teams. Uh, Chiefs signed punter Matt Areza, um after he was cleared of sexual assault, assault really? mid last year. So punk God um, has been re-signed. That whole situation, if you'll recall, the Bills cut him when the sexual assault charges came out. The process played out. Turns out that there was nothing to actually even put him at the location where the assault occurred. Um, so he was exonerated. Um, so kind of good to see him land with another NFL team and actually get a shot. Didn't he counter sue her? On. He might have. I think and, he did. Like I think he went back after her because, like, for uh, like maybe I I don't remember seeing anything. I know that there's, I mean, she was yeah. still underage when it happened. What I don't so, know, yeah, because they did have sex. It just consensual wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was it was consensual. Like, yeah, it was not him that did it. it, it was, I think it was on a separate occasion. Yeah, but she was still underage at the time, so I'm not really sure. But yeah, what was the age now. difference? Is it a state that has Romeo and Juliet laws? There's a lot that goes into that. Right. Yeah. That's all I know is that she was so I think still 17. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, not sure though. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak on something without you know, without too much uh to it. I don't want to keep dragging names down in the muds. I was wondering if a team would I would I was wondering if a team would finally uh yeah, uh, give, give it, another was, shot. it was a defamation lawsuit against her. There, okay, see. there was one. Okay, uh, 23 year old football players' agents announced the move. Brett Beach can now move forward. Claimed to see filed back in 22 that when she was 17 years old, the raise into his college football teammates, uh, assaulted her while she was attending a 2021 Halloween party at the Hunter San Diego home. He was adamant the claims are false. Uh, four months after she filed suit, prosecutors announced they would not be pressing charges. Um, no path to a criminal conviction. Uh, suit was dropped. Not paying the plaintiff any money. Reserving his right to pursue the plaintiff uh, in his law office for harm they have caused him. So it sounds like he can pursue the attorney in the law office. He's not pursuing her. It's only yeah. he hasn't pursued anything yet. Like it's yeah, but it's still it, up in the air. Yeah, it sounds like he can pursue the attorney. I'm curious. See, prosecutors say he was not present uh when the assault happened. Uh 
trying to find the part where he did. It was San Diego, so it was California. Uh, hold on. He had an 82-yard punt in a preseason game. That's pretty awesome. If I can't find it in this article, I'm just going to move on. He was, like, kicking ass in the freaking preseason. Yeah, yeah like, uh, it's very, like, it's the same thing. Like, what you read is the same exact thing I'm finding where it just kind of states that. And, and that was even back in, like, December of last year. Or August, I'm sorry, August no, was, was the last one. They couldn't prove anything forcible happened. Let's see. It was in San Diego. Let's see. They denied any knowledge that she was below California's age of consent or whether she was intoxicated. Uh, it was consensual. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it's Anyways. a confusing story right now. It's very like vague. Another witness said that they that she specifically claimed to be 18 at the time. And there was a recording from a party at the different at a different residence where she claimed to be 18 on video. Even though she was not. So she yeah. lied about her age. She was super yeah, she was very drunk and yeah, light. And that's yeah. where I think a lot of the arguments came from was how impaired she was, all that Anyways, this has been anyway. I said it a long time ago when this was about, so we don't need to keep. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember what I yeah. couldn't remember that piece that you mentioned. I remembered some of it, but I'm like, okay, how did that work out yeah. if she was 17? So I wanted to figure that out um, before I like praise a signing. She was lying about her age, you know, outside of IDing people, right? If there's proof of that, anyway, it's very sad all around to see it happen. Yeah, this it's not, is a, it's not very bad. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, good for him to turn around and be back in the NFL. So yeah, yeah. hopefully everyone can move on. Yeah. Um speaking of moving on, domestic assault investigations into wide receivers A flowers are being suspended without charges. Um, so can't charge he's not being charged. That should in that. So it's by low window is now closed. Yep. Mike Davis well, open it was open. Yeah. Mike Davis is officially retired from the NFL. Congratulations, Meatball. Uh, 2024 salary cap expected to be between 242 and 243 million. I think that's up from 223 this past year. God damn. And uh, Nelson Aguilar has been extended one year by the Ravens. Woo! Huge news. There you go. Big, huge Super Bowl coming now. Yep. Uh, a couple of notes on franchise tags because those are. Do soonish? No, they're they started Monday, I think. Yeah, so when are they teams do? were able to start putting the franchise tag on players. When are they yeah. due by though? Like, when do they have to tag them by? That's a like when do they have to sign their tags? No. Let's see. Twenty twenty between teams have between Feb twentieth and March fifth to make to the two. Distinguish who would who, who the table will be used on. That's what I want. Yeah. So so from March now, 
So from Tuesday to March 5th, which I'm assuming is also it's when they can tag players. Yeah. Yes. This is when they can decide who they want to take. Yep. 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 And I just, I think it's that in the transition take too. It's the deadline. So they got to be done by March 5th. And then you get the legal tampering period, March 11th. What's going to, it's the the off season's here. Yeah. We're here. I I think you said the combine, the combine's next week. Combine's next week. We'll do a primer on that and then a recap. Those are the next two episodes. So yeah. Tag rumors, Michael Pittman, uh, Chris Ballard has said that, you know, he doesn't want to use it, but it's certainly a tool that they have and would use if need be. And then the Bucks are uh, potentially going to tag Antoine Winfield. Um, yeah. Sorry. Whoops. I want him to come back home, even though he's not from here. Yeah. So those are the only two things that broke over the last week. You've still got um, essentially two weeks before that's due. So you expect that to pick up, but... Right yeah. now, Pittman, Winfield, and I think a lot of us expect potentially T. Higgins. Um, the Bengals did say they would not use it on Tyler Boyd. He's expected to walk. So, well, which good? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> duh, right? yeah if you're gonna tag, if you're gonna tag Higgins, of course the other one's gonna walk. Do I yeah. want Higgins or Boyd? Boyd or Higgins? <laughs> That's pretty easy. Free agent friendly. All right. Uh, we're going to go position by position like we normally do. Beer review in the middle. Uh, we'll start with quarterbacks. So the way I'm going to do this is we're going to go probably talk about teams that are in need, and then we'll hit the key free agents and uh, guys that are likely to be traded or cut for each of these positions. So let's start with needy teams. Um, who... Do you guys think is most likely to be active in free agency first? Let's put let's put it that way. I don't mean, um, you know, do you expect movement from quarterbacks in free agency? There are a couple starters, couple fringe guys out there. Do you expect that most of this is just the guys that were you know with the team last year pretty much can end up there, and you may see some movements on backups or or bridge guys. I think if the Vikings and Cousins can't come to an agreement on a deal, that'll bring teams like Atlanta out. Yeah. Uh, New England, I think uh, New England's like you, you've heard rumors of them. This it's not a guarantee they're going to go quarterback at pick three. You know they've they've been you know kind you know kind of eyeing the idea of bringing a veteran in. Um, and obviously we'll see what the Justin Fields market brings, but. Atlanta's one, I think, is going to be pretty active. You know, they're going to be active in trying to trade around in the draft or bring in a guy as they're one of those potentially, you know, one quarterback away teams from from really making a splash in 24. Is it true, too, that the uh, Minnesota Vikings cannot tag Kirk Cousins again? Because I, I keep seeing hearing rumors that he, that he can't be tagged again, but then I keep reading that he's a possible tag. He's never been, he's never been tagged. I don't... He's... He's the last time he was tagged, he was in Washington. 
The Vikings have never I don't think the Vikings have ever tagged Cousins. And I may be wrong, but I don't think he's ever been tagged. I think his tagging had like multiple he had his uh contracts then after that. We started getting the guaranteed money. He's reporting that eligible Hold on. Hey, things are, things are getting. Last I show, like you know, him being tagged, I'm like, I don't think he can be tagged. Yeah, it says. Yeah, he says that he's based on this. Everyone away. Hey, we're back. back. We're back. That was kind of sucky. Hey, what did you say about Cousins in the franchise tag? Uh, so he's not eligible for it based on the language in his contract. Ah. Um, to me, he is the one, I think, if he, if him and Minnesota can't work out a deal, I think he, they're going to see a lot of teams. And Elena, with the connection of Julie, uh, his wife, it's from that area, playing a dome. Obviously, weather's great for that. I think that's one spot. Um, I still think he resigns, um, but obviously yeah. extremely important offseason for the Vikings. So who who fucking knows? But I think he's the one that's going to really test what, what any sort of true free agent frenzy. Because I, I I don't know of any other quarterback that's going to really. No, I think everyone expects the Bucks and Baker to get something done, and then everything yeah. else is kind of in that bridge area where you know you've got. Minshew, Tannehill, Jake Browning, who showed decently, Mason Rudolph, Drew Locke, Sam Darnold. So, Minshew might Minshew might get some love, just given what he was able to accomplish with Indy. Like he wasn't particularly like amazing, but does he feel like a shot? I think Payton he did enough. To, I don't think he has the the arm talent for, to be one, maybe. <laughs> it's hard to know because champagne quarterback and Drew Brees. And a Phil Russell Wilson experiment. Well, yeah, which wasn't his choice. No, yeah. And I don't think Benchu has the overall arm talent to fill in one of those, but Denver has been like take I'm fucking everybody. It's, he's been they've been tied to anyone and everyone from yep. draft prospects <laughs> to free agents. They have been. And there are a lot more quarterback needy teams than I realized too. So when I was looking through it, New England, obviously. Um yeah. The Jets have a bit of an issue behind Rodgers. Um, you've got well, we like last year. That's an under contract, at least. They do. Um, and then Russell Wilson could also be, if he hits the market, if he does, in fact, get cut, I think he could also rile up some, yeah. some interest. You've got the Giants that are very much in the state of flux there. Um, British Shield for Daniel Jones is a great idea. We know Washington needs somebody. Pittsburgh's got a lot of not good options. Uh, Minnesota, right. if they can't re-sign Cousins, uh, with Minshew being a free free agent, Indy's going to want some form of insurance behind Richardson. Um, Tennessee um, probably doesn't want to roll with naked Will Levis. We mentioned Atlanta. Tampa Bay, if they don't bring Baker back, I fully expect they will. Um, and then Vegas, obviously. So you've got, if you take out the teams that have presumed starters in clusterfuck situations, so if you take out 
the Jets, you will have Rodgers, the Giants, and Pittsburgh, um, and Indy. We expect Wilson to be cut in Tampa. So you've got Vegas, Denver, potentially Minnesota, Washington, New England. So you got five teams with what? Three potentially day one starter ready quarterbacks in this draft, just like every other draft. Yeah, so they say. I th- yeah. I do draft classes deeper. I do four. think a guy like I think I think four. McCarthy will be one where I'll be really interested to see if a team lets him play week one, day one. Uh, yeah. But a guy like Penix, I, it's a fucking six year starter. Like you know, Bo Nix, you know, you know, as a five year guy could also start week one, but both those guys are aren't gonna probably go round one. And I don't know if Nix is gonna even go day two. They'd end up in a com- competition scenario at best. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Did, that'd Williams, be my guess. Williams, May, Daniels, and maybe McCarthy is what I was thinking. Yeah. McCarthy is the one I think the team that takes them are going to want to have some veteran insurance for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd set him for another year. Yeah. McCarthy. He should. He should. He, or two, <laughs> he should. Maybe three. Yeah. I don't think he needs to go to Jordan Love route, but maybe. Uh, yeah. Did you, watch, did you watch that tape on him yet? I watched nearly every game of him. All right. But we'll get to that during yep. TV episode. So let's call it real quick. Kirk Cousins. Back from Minnesota, yeah, that'd be where that'd be that'd be where the money goes if you're betting. There's uh, there's still the favorite in most betting sites to land him back. I think he, I think they do too. Yeah, I would have seen him going to Atlanta though. That would be fun. That's the only other team that I think really even adds odds. I mean, Atlanta is truly like a, truly a quarterback away. I think. I mean, Cousins coming off the Achilles is a little tough being at 36. It's a but. If so you mean like you do fast, that and they re- you know. They, you know, they still have Ritter who can, you know, play in between. Yeah, waiting for Cousins. It depends if he even starts on the pub list. It, it was a mid-season injury, and it was on his plant foot too. So we're seeing Achilles recovery times drop by a lot, though. They are. Rogers is on yeah. his non-plant foot, which I think a lot of people looked at as maybe a potential reason why he could have returned quicker. Yeah, there's been the... no news on Cousins either. It's been a while yeah. with zero updates, really. What you'd expect at this stage. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, cousins, uh, Baker Mayfield back to the Bucks. Yes. Absolutely. Gardner Minshew back in Indy backing up Richardson, or do you see him being brought in by somebody like um Tennessee is Levis insurance? Um Atlanta cousins doesn't go there and they can't move up. Potentially Denver after Russ. I mean, I, I also like or the Raiders. Vegas. Also, it's a I was gonna say, or even Vegas. I think Vegas. he stays mainly because, uh, guys, I, I gotta take a phone call. The family emergency. Okay. Be back. Hope, hope everything's yeah. okay. Yeah, like if yeah, I mean, the perfect scenario would be yeah, he resigns there in Indianapolis, but. I wouldn't even mind seeing like Tyra Taylor go there just because that's almost like this very similar skill set. Yeah. You know, Tyra Taylor's, you know, rounding up their 35. He's not as fast as he used to be, but well, the thing he that... has the same tangibles as what Richardson has. Yeah. But you can't really rely on that either. Every time the last three, four years, Tyrod Taylor's gotten a chance to start. He's also gotten hurt. 
Oh, yeah, every time. So you don't want to end up down at your third stringer. So you're not, I don't think a lot of teams are really going to be wanting to rely on that if you have an oft-injured starter as well. So I agree with you on the skill set completely, 100%. I think if you wanted to hybrid that with somebody that's reliably healthy that has a similar skill set, maybe Ryan Tannehill's a nice hybrid there to go back up. We know he's ex- relatively athletic. What about, Tyler, what about Tyler Huntley? Huntley would be another option. I think Huntley yeah. would, would be another option. Um, the other guys I don't really see as being worth talking about. Jake Browning had a had a good run. Um, he'll back up somewhere. Pittsburgh wants to re-sign Mason Rudolph and bring him back into the room there. Locke and Darnold, um, they're kind of the same story. Former first-round picks that washed out. Um haven't really gotten a lot of a look since. All right, running backs. Let's move on to them. I didn't like see these other two Atlanta like waters are quarterbacks down. Logan Woodside and Felipe Franks. Oh God, our Atlanta Atlanta free agents. So, so they had four quarterbacks on the team, and I only knew two disasters. Yeah. So how bad were these guys? Bad. All right, running back side of this. Um, Dallas, Philly, Baltimore, Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota, Houston, Tennessee, Carolina, Denver, Vegas, and the Chargers are all who I flagged as needy. Your key free agents here are going to be Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Devin Singletary, Gus Edwards, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, AJ Dillon, Deontay Foreman, Kareem Hunt, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. So let's, I guess let's start breaking this down a little bit. Um, so Derrick Henry um, had his work cut into for the first time in recent memory. He's the wrong side of 30. Probably going to go somewhere where they're trying to make a run. I think, are we all assuming Derrick Henry is not back in Tennessee? No, he's gone. No, he's going to contender. He's going to Baltimore. That I can see that between that and Dallas rumored is Baltimore. I was thinking Dallas. I was thinking Dallas too, honestly. Um, that fit seems to actually work with Pollard being a free agency and you know throwing him between the tackles on everything. I think I almost like. I I think money wise is. I almost like Swift or Pollard going to Baltimore. I, I I prefer Swift to go back to uh, Philly. Philadelphia, yeah. Just because yeah. if they if they get rid of that touch push, I mean Swift had one of his best seasons to date. So and minus the touchdowns, but if they do the touch push away, I mean Swift could be ten plus touchdowns this season. I mean he had six for the season total, but look how many of them that uh, Jalen Hurts stole. Yeah. Wait, some teams are under the gun by a shit ton. <laughs> Dallas said minus 16. Mill, salary. Yeah. I think Dallas can go probably the cheap option to running back. Um, Baltimore really wants a grinder. That's why they, they're going to want. I don't want them to go Henry, but I, I think they're going to be the one that, that brings that money out. You see him going 
for a guy like Josh Jacobs, potentially? Dallas? No, Baltimore. Well, Baltimore. I mean, I could. I guess this just depends on, on what they want to spend their money on. They're going to lose a lot of defensive players. Like, this free agency is going to fucking take a lot out of them. They're right now they're they're eight hundred about eight hundred k under the cap here or just over the cap excuse me not not under but over the cap. I it's gonna be really also based off of Dobbins's where he's at on his recovery. Is I think he... Jacob will probably cost too much though you know compared to Henry I don't know if they would pay up that much but it's hard to say because I mean. Was it Montgomery got what six mil from the Detroit Ryan? Is that right? Yeah, four years. Which I think it's Jacobs could land around there, and so Dobbins Henry can be like a Dobbins is a free agent. That's right. He is. He is. You're right. So he's way down the list. I think him and Edwards, right? <laughs> he no, and I don't think, I don't think, yeah, he and Edwards are both free agents. So yeah, there's like be, no, there's like they no gotta running backs on their something. roster right now. They have Justice Keaton Mitchell, yeah, uh, Keaton Mitchell, and something named Owen Wright, and Keaton Mitchell also hurt. Also off of an well, like we ACL? know they yeah, we know they're gonna need depth. If you assume they have Keaton Mitchell healthy and they resign Gus, they're gonna need one more. And I thought I saw it come across today that Gus wasn't going to be re-signed anyways. So you're going to? I don't two. think they need to. No. Yeah, they're going to probably draft one or two. You're going to draft one. You're going to splash sign a free one. agency. Yeah, and I think they. Which is why I think they'll go the Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I like the Josh Jacobs call, but I don't know if they want to to pay what his cost will probably be. I mean, he's joking though. What's that? He's a lot, you know, he's 26 years old. Yeah. Which is like hard to believe. I think he'll be the highest paid running besides maybe Barkley. I think Barkley gets the cash. Yeah, but who's putting up big dollars for running back anyway? Like these guys no, had to true. settle for one year deals from their existing teams last year. Yeah. But with so Baltimore it, just over the gun on the cap, I don't know if they'll want to spend up on that position when there's they're going to have to per, replace the depth on the on the defensive line. Linebackers are going um, that that's just my thought. I mean, they could still go that route. I wish they would just draft and just go from there, but that'd be in a they're, perfect world. And I think they're going to spend money on a running back, eight hundred thousand dollars over, based on the where the caps projected to be at. Yeah, which is not a ton. And I mean, they've got. Let's see. They have cut candidates. Marlon Humphreys is one. That's that's well, been the rumored one is Marlon Humphreys. Well, and restructures, oh, Humphreys, right? Excuse me. Sure. We all know that the salary cap can be worked it's into not real. If, if, if they want. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real. Yeah, yeah look at the like, Saints. I mean, the Saints are the telling tale every year. Yeah, that team, that that I, I feel bad for that fan base. That team is, they got nothing out of just kicking the can down the road. They're so fucked. So look at just kick it again. <laughs> they don't want to kick the can too. They're all they're all gone or shitty. Gotta pay the piper at some point. But I mean Exactly. Exactly. It's time to tear it all down now. I'm still gonna go Henry uh, to Baltimore. That that's been the most oh, rumored. They save one point five million if they cut Justice Hill. <laughs> Just 
<laughs> just fucking rehaul the whole running back room. Just <laughs> fucking rehaul everything. Yeah. They'll keep Keaton Mitchell just because, you know, they like him and he's cheap. Oh, yeah. And yeah. good. Yep. Maybe Jock, maybe Jacobs goes to New York to replace Barkley. Could be. And Barkley goes maybe, to. Maybe he goes to Tennessee. <laughs> he could share with, with Spears. Oh, my God. Barkley Something's going to happen in Tennessee. I mean, like, speaking of Spears, I mean, his value just keeps going up right now. He's got no fucking knees, dude. Multiple ACL tears. He's like. What a... ACL tears? He's he torn he tore it. They're gone. There's nothing there. Yeah. It's just. Rubber it's basically, bands. it's basically Todd Gurley all over again. <laughs> Todd Gurley is living his best life right now. As we speak too, probably so. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like one play you ever hear about anymore. Like you think he'd actually would have done something, commentating wise. Who's that? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Or he maybe eventually ends up in, in a studio somewhere, but for right now. Might just be enjoying retirement, but yeah, he's kind of fallen out of the, out of the limelight. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. Enjoy a quiet life. Yeah, that's how I want to do my NFL career when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys want to talk Pollard, Barkley, Eckler for a minute? I got a kid that's upstairs screaming, "Dad!" Yeah, so yeah, no, no, back. no. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. So- what do you think? Who do you think? Where do you think Pollard lands? Obviously, full time role in Dallas went to shit. Um, was unable to be really effective at all. Dallas's offensive line isn't what it used to be. So, you know, efficiency wise, he dipped. Do you think Dallas attempts uh, tries to resign him, or do you think he goes and and tries to get a starting job elsewhere? I think he tries to go and get a starting jo- job elsewhere, but I don't think he's made to handle the starting job, and it showed last season. Yeah. When they tried to give him the the RB one position, it, he is more of a complimentary back. So you need like Ezekiel Elliott to be with him. He needs a bigger back with him. He could be one that could be paired up with another team. He could be paired down with. Let's see, oh, where'd be a good position for him to go? I think his skill set, like his skill set, is gonna should translate a little bit better too. He's really he's. Very, very good in the passing game. Offers explosiveness um, on really any team. You know, you look at a team like Miami that's going to lose Mostert and probably Jeff Wilson and just really have A-Chan there. Like, yeah. he falls suit there and joins a speedy roster. Yeah, I mean, an A-Chan, it's good for... Yeah, I can see that because then he's good for about nine carries and Pollard could do 12 plus both backs out of the backfield. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad landing spot. A team like a team like Houston, too, up and coming offensive lines improved. You have they have a lot of money to play with. They're one of the higher, I think, salary cap teams right now. Um, they just brought in Singletary, but you know, so, but Pollard would be an upgrade over Singletary. He'd be like the better yeah. Singletary. He, but he like, would be. I, I, I just, I, I just don't see Pollard being that RB one type of play. No, like I no. can see like. It'd be a tandem back there. Like, it'd be like, like you'd say, like, you almost compare them. Yeah, they'd be almost like a Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard situation in Houston. That would be like <laughs> the ultimate dream. I think, because, Bar- like, you, 
you have a two you have a power back who you know you put Barkley at the goal line he can plow right through it you can use power on the outside he can almost be like play like like an like a HB type play I can totally see Barkley going to like you know going to a team that wants to make him the focal point like, like I I can legitimately see Barkley going to like Baltimore if they want to pay up right like fucking Pittsburgh right they won't but. You know, Arthur. Yeah, Smith I would see him going to Pittsburgh. I I see. I, see I know. I know. Year he for Harris. No, I think it's gonna be a great year for Whalen, but or Warren, excuse me. But we're we're both gonna be Ron's gonna be some third running back that they bring in. Yeah, it'll be Tony Pollard. <laughs> but uh, but no, actually, the Cardinals too wouldn't be a bad bad landing spot for him either. Because he can do RPO. Yeah. 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 Because that team's have a lot of flexibility. I mean, they have forty-one point seven million in cap space. James Conner is good, but you know he struggled to stay healthy. And yeah, the running backs behind him could do everything exactly what Pollard can do. That'd be great. So, Pollard went there. Yeah, like that would be love a that perfect fit. tandem. Uh, sneaky team with a lot of cap space. Bengals. They let Mixon go. Right now, it's just. Um, Who's the guy from? Who's the oh, rookie Chris last Evans. Year? Chris yeah, Evans. Chris Evans. You have the back. You have the rookie from Illinois last year that that you know that that people like, but Mixon could be a cut candidate. You know they want to get younger at the position. They want to pay him. What you know they want to pay up for him. Sixty-one cap right now. Obviously they'll have other positions they have to fill. But the Bengals could be a sneaky spot for. Uh, How old is Joe Mixon right now? Is he 28? Yeah, 2017. Draft class, early to Claire. I think he was 21 when he came out. I would assume 27, 28. Oh, there are you, Mixon? That's what I'm looking right now. I'm like, okay. Mixon will be 28 when the season starts. He's uh, 27 and a half. All right. And Pollard's 26.8. Saquon's 27. Like, these running backs, like, are a little bit on the older side. Like, even, like... I mean, even if you look at like a, a dark horse team, like you could say, like DeAndre Swift could even go to the Cincinnati Bengals. Just there's a lot of that. teams, yeah, yeah. And like, a... it's so hard to tell like how these running backs are going to lay out because then it's like, how's the NFL draft going to go based on where these running backs go? Because like, oh man, this could be a great landing spot for a rookie. And then you see, you know, Josh Jacobs goes to place X when you're like, oh man, I could see Jonathan Brooks there, but now I don't know where I can see Brooks going. Well, with this being a weaker class in Brooks, is Brooks even going to be ready to play week one? He's going to be recovering from his own injury, so. No, no. it's not sounding like it. Yeah, so just like. Just because the injury is so late. But I'm just saying, like, in general, like, where people are, like, looking at, like, a running back. Okay, man, that's not a good one to use. We'll use, uh, we'll say, like, uh, Blake Corum. You know, he's on there the older go. end of it, but still. He's going to go be day a running back. Yeah. I don't think he'd go day three. I think he'd go day late, too. Or a draft yeah. talk. Well, we're trying to figure out running backs and what teams are going to do with uh, there. Uh, there's so many teams that can look at replacing studs, and with this being considered a weaker running back class, our team's going to be a little more aggressive in free agency because of it. You're not going to have your hands on a guy like you know, you know Bijan or 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 Gibbs or anybody else of that nature with that class. So you, I can see teams if they don't want to spend up on a round two late round. On three pick early round four, they can start looking at some of these veteran guys. I mean, Swift 
went for a fourth round pick, and now we're talking about him being one of the better. And these veterans, I mean, they could go backs. for even cheaper than we expect too, because the 2025 running back class is kind of looking. Well, I mean, it's not kind of; it is looking better than what this class is looking like being being projected. Like we don't know until we see, you know, this time next year when we start looking at the back of the 2024 class, which us here we won't be because we'll be long gone. Yeah, and I but think overall. Just with- which is so many teams probably looking at depth. I mean, the Rams are going to probably add running back depth. You can't just go into there with a sub 200 pound Kyron Williams and expect them to get the ball. Another 300 plus touch season. Why? We're no, but fine. that could be like a landing spot for like DeAndre Swift, Clyde, <laughs> like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, like these, some of these running backs who are looking to try to get their career yeah. back on the full, like, you know, one year deals like JK Dobbins. I could see him saying a one year deal somewhere. Why is it on say, some like, practice squad somehow, some way? Yeah. <laughs> It's about it's about that's about what he's worth. Yep. All right. Yeah, because beer. he can't stay healthy. We need a beer review because I gotta get through the rest of this. Okay. No problem. Something, something overtired, unhappy three year old. Oh, Aww. yes. I remember those days. So, Understandable. Probably going to have to be in tag team mode for the parent side. All right. Uh, Ryan, go ahead and start us. So I had Lagunitas Island Beats, Triple IPA. Definitely a little bit on the, the lighter side. Very foggy, but very crisp, very fruity, very delicious. And it comes in at a solid 5%. So easily refreshing, juicy citrus notes. As I always like to say, tropical notes to my world. Insert hazy description or citrus pale ale or IPA. Deliciousness. Yeah. All right. Dan, how about you? So again, what? Go ahead. So again, I'm drinking the um, Rob Brewing out of Cambridge, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, or Maryland, excuse me. This is uh, oh my, they're sour ale series loaded with a bunch of adjuncts and different stuff. This is the, I believe, cherry pie version of this one. Oh, where did it go? Can't even give me a bunch of description, so I'm trying to pull up their website. There it is. Uh, of course, it's done. But anyways, this. this, this It's um what's being described at, on top of all the heavy adjuncts that are being added. If you like this style of beer, they're certainly they've they've folded between popularity over the last uh, a few years. The big explosion was probably back in 2020, 2021. So if you like this style, if you like what you uh you know, if you like knowing what you're getting out of these, they're not bad. They're not really my what I'm looking for, but if you like beer that doesn't taste like beer, it's pretty good. Which most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, enough for uh, them to keep making it. Which you know, good for them. Hey, you know, if you got a style that sells, you know, who am I to judge? 
Yep. All right. I've got um, Remus's high rye bourbon. Um, there's not a ton of rice spice or anything on the nose on this. There's not a lot of alcohol that jumps over the grass. It's actually kind of got a nice like honey nut note to it um, with a little bit of barrel char on the back end. Um, yeah. Little rice spice that holds up the palate um, with some caramel, vanillins, barrel char. Um, overall, for being 107 proof, 108 proof, it's actually really, really approachable. I think the rye gives it a nice long finish. It's more of an herbaly rye, not so much peppery or harsh, so it doesn't kick you in the face. But that nutty, honey, kind of caramel, like backbone malt actually does a really, really good job of, of holding that up. So highly encourage you if you come across any of these new Remus blends or Remus single barrel releases to um, give them a shot. So... That's what we got. Let's go ahead and move on to wide receivers. Um, I try to get through these quick. The biggest name is going to be Mike Evans. Um, he just keeps putting up 1,000-yard seasons. It does not look like he'll be back with the Bucs unless they can land on a long-term extension. Um, doesn't look like he's trending to be franchise-tagged. Um, you know, whether they extend him or not remains to be seen, but he is probably the most likely big name to hit free agency, assuming Pittman and Higgins are, are franchise-tagged. Yes. A lot of quarter a lot of wide receiver needy teams out there. You got Hollywood Brown leaving Arizona. Um, you had the failed um Keenan Allen replacements for the Chargers. Um, Vegas is in need. Kansas City's in need of a one. Well, I'd say one. Rashi Rice has been nice, but they're in need of a bit more depth. Um, same thing with New Orleans depth. Carolina has absolutely nobody. Tennessee's barren. Um, Calvin Ridley's a free agent, so Jacksonville is going to be going to be in the hunt there. Um, Houston had some nice breakouts, but you know they're they could be in the hunt for some Stroud weapons. Uh, Chicago opposite DJ Moore, uh, you know Cleveland opposite Amari Cooper, um, Cincinnati. You know if they don't end up tagging Higgins, there's a lot of options here. Um, Jets could use some help opposite Garrett Wilson. Uh, Buffalo, Gabe Davis is a free agent. Um, we've talked about their need to get somebody else in there. Um, and Diggs potentially not being long for that roster. What are we feeling about Mike Evans? There's a lot of potential landing spots for him. Is he back in Tampa? Does he go elsewhere? Let's start with that. He's going to a contender. He's got a, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know he has a ring, but I think he's going to go to a team that can offer him a deep playoff front and it also has a need for an outside option. I mean, it, it all speaks to Kansas city. Um, I said it last year and I would love to see more. So be, it would suck to see as a Vikings fan, but Detroit. Oh, I love that. Oh, um, like I, I thought about that too. Like I was, it just popped my head. I was like, Oh man, Detroit be a great landing spot for them. They, that's the one thing they really need on offense. Is a true boundary, more you know, guy that can win north south and win in the red zone. I mean, Sam Brown has been asked to do that more, but JMO really hasn't been able to fulfill that spot. And you, you really want to go back to the Josh Reynolds? Well, um, well. it's all right. Yeah. But Evans, I know obviously a team like Buffalo, as Hopper mentioned, gave Davis on his way out potentially. Um, and, 
and Diggs on the on just did not have a great end of last year. So I think I think any of these wide receiver needy outside options that are you know playoff potential I can totally see. But I I, I love Kansas City probably the most. Yeah, if they can make that work. Yeah, I'm with you there. I love them for him. Um, you know, if Hollywood could stay healthy, I would love him in Kansas City too. That's the one thing they've been trying to do is throw money at speedsters. Find something it, who can win vertical, and that's what Brown does pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. except he can actually catch a football, unlike <laughs> everyone else they've been trying to throw vertical money at. So I mean, he's also shown the ability to, you know, you know, he's generated a good amount of targets in the game. He's been healthy, especially during yeah. his time, short time with Arizona and during the later parts of his time with Lamar in, in Baltimore before he got traded. Like he can be a one B again to a one A. Yeah. And same thing with Darnell Mooney. Like you're looking at things that will complement Rashi Rice um and Travis Kelsey. And that's what they've been missing is field stretcher. Mooney is also the same kind of thing. He's a field stretcher that has better hands than what they've got in house that shouldn't cost a boatload of money. So yeah. those are a couple guys. I'm no, it's not Mark because all that scanly money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go a bigger body field stretcher, even Gabe Davis. Just saying. Um, I know. But, but it's a fun story. That's kind of the KC <laughs> wish casting. You could also put Gabe Davis in Los Angeles with the Chargers and have him take over for Quentin, be a better version of Mike Williams and Quentin Johnston. I I think Gabe goes back to Buffalo. Think? Yeah. So Calvin Ridley's it's, it's not been pretty. Yeah. But I I think he hurt himself with not really getting much for this year. And he can probably take some sort of, you know, familiarity with the team and try to, you know, bet on himself. He feels like a bet of himself kind of guy. One year contract somewhere. Are we all T. Higgins back to the Bengals? I want to believe I want to believe he will. And I've been I've I've been I've been beating this drum, but there's a part of me that thinks that uh, they won't franchise him. I like I don't know why. He'll be highly I, I sought, think, sought after if they don't. I think when you look at teams that need a true one, that number is a bit smaller. Panthers is the first thing that comes in my mind. They're going to yeah. throw money at him. Panthers and Cardinals are the two that need a true one right now in Vegas. I think I think if Higgins reaches for agency, it's him. Like he is the top dog. Like if him and Pittman yeah. hit it, I'm so I still think Higgins is the guy that. What if he and Evans? The teams it? wants more. I think he'll, I think his age wise he's, he's gonna garner more yeah. money than he's he's five years younger than Evans. He'll he'll garner more money than him. But I think Evans is I, again he'll get a nice payday and go to a, a team that like he gets a hand pick. A, a lot of teams are gonna want him. Yeah, and Higgins will go get a big contract with a not contending team like Carolina yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't get franchised. Yep, and then Calvin Ridley is probably the the other big name that's that's out there. Um, Atlanta gets a third round pick too, instead of a second for not them. Yeah, he didn't hit all of his markers. I don't think he goes back to Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't know where he he's one that you would see go to Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati if Higgins walks, and Boyd walks, you know, somewhere like that to be. 
kind of a complimentary piece again, I think. Yeah, he's definitely not a true alpha. Yeah. Never was. Never was. But I think he'll go wherever the money is. Yep. Wherever I think he can get the most. Yeah. Well, alpha like fantasy wise, like people like look at him like I like you know he, he wasn't was an alpha so not for fantasy wise. <laughs> that was wasn't an alpha. For, wasn't an alpha for anything. Um, your your other guys that we haven't talked about that I had listed here really uh, Noah Brown and then who had some splash games. He's been around the league for a while though, so you know he's someone you're Noah looking Brown at. Where had, he lands. He had two games. He two games was like base his career. Oh, he had some he's, decent. He's he's, had he's our baby, showings. Ryan. Yeah, he's had some decent showings. It's more than two games. He's had two big he's games, 20. but it's been more Jesus. than two games. His two big games was his whole career prior to that. I'm Don't not you lying. be smirk. Don't you be smirk. The name of Noah Brown, Ryan. I'm not. Be, I'm just stating facts. Truth hurts sometimes. Yeah, I can see Tyler Boy getting some love too. As a veteran slot guy that can kind of fulfill the a good wide receiver three need. Yep. Yeah, that's twenty nine point two. Years of age. Rashid Jeed, we don't need to talk about. Dig Sutton Judy, potential cut and trade guys. They all on the move. <laughs> Judy I feels see- like he could get traded. I think I think he can still lean on the Alabama name to him. I think he could get traded and they can still fetch maybe a high day three pick, round yeah. four pick maybe. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Okay. Diggs, I, I, can't, I can't see Diggs leaving Buffalo. I know it's not pretty right down there, but I think that's his best chance to continue, you know, to keep seeing yeah. the field every snap and still be like, he still has good chemistry with Josh Allen. I, I don't think Buffalo is ready to blow up that wide receiver room just yet. And tight ends, there's nobody. Dalton Schultz is your best free agent. A lot of needs, not a lot of people. Some former highly sought out. A lot of more of lot of, like Gerald Everett, you know, someone who we always saw. No offense. Yeah. Look at all Everett, these names. Irv Smith. Yeah. Look at all these. Uh, Hooper. Hunter. The guys I used to love at tight end. Smith. Shit, Jimmy Graham's even a free agent now. More touchdowns yeah. than Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Anyway. In the same stretch. Yeah, sorry to rush to the end, but I, I've you're good. I got a wrap, so yeah, you're good. Um, we tried to cover the big names at least in that one hour of a show. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week to start really with combine prep and and start talking rookies for the first time. So yeah, we'll catch you then. See ya. See ya. See ya. Charlie Warner.